What up, everybody? It's me again, George Becknell, and I'm in the paint. I got a real good episode for y'all this week. I'm going to discuss the NBA Finals, whether Cleveland Cavaliers lost it, how good the Golden State Warriors are, can the greatest player of all time get swept, and I'm also going to give y'all a little tidbit on free agency. And I'm going to give you all that right after this. This episode of In The Paint is brought to you by 7 Stitches Lifestyle Boutique. You can shop online at shop7stitches.com. That's www.shop7stitches.com. Or in person at 415 Lee Avenue, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70501. Phone number 337-484-3720. And remember, at 7 Stitches, we don't just sell clothing. We sell a lifestyle. All right, everybody, I'm so glad to be back, and let's just jump on in, shall we? First things first, the NBA Finals are over with. The Golden State Warriors put the Cleveland Cavaliers and the rest of America out of their misery. They swept the Cleveland Cavaliers four games to none, and the series wasn't much of a series. The better team won. Let's be real. This Cleveland Cavaliers team were not good enough to be able to come out and beat the Golden State Warriors in the seven-game series, despite how great LeBron is, right? LeBron's the greatest player on earth, but Golden State has four perennial all-stars. Cleveland has LeBron, Kevin Love. The team isn't as bad as what people make them seem, but at the same time, they they shouldn't be competitive with Golden State. Um, Golden State just took care of business. But I'll say this. Cleveland had their opportunities. I never expected them to win the series. But they shouldn't have gotten swept. And the series, to me, went all the way left at the end of regulation in game one. Game one, the Warriors win by 10 in overtime. And everybody knows what happened, right? George Hill gets fouled. He makes the first free throw. He misses the second free throw. J.R. Smith gets an offensive board in a tie game and proceeds to run out the clock like you're ahead by one and you're trying to win the game. Huge mental error. But let's back this up a little bit. And... I'm not trying to be overly critical of LeBron James. I think LeBron James is the main reason why they made it to the finals. Dude has been brilliant the whole year, especially in the postseason. He went for 51 that game. But we are talking about a guy in LeBron James who's being mentioned with the all-time greats in basketball history. And rightfully so. You know, when it's all said and done, LeBron is going to be up there with the all-time greats. He's going to be up there with Michael. 
He's going to be up there with Kareem. He's up there with Magic. Bird. Put a name on it. LeBron is in that category, and he should be. Which is why I place the blame or the majority of the blame for the Cavaliers losing game one on him. So let's back up this little sequence, this play where J.R. Smith loses his mind and dribbles out the clock. This whole play starts with, I want to say about 10 seconds left on the clock, maybe a little bit more, with LeBron James at the top of the key with the ball. The Cavaliers are down one. LeBron has the ball, as he should, because he's the closer. Don't give me that crap that he's a facilitator first. Magic Johnson was a facilitator first, and you saw Magic Johnson beating the Celtics on a hook shot. You saw Magic Johnson taking shots when it was necessary. So LeBron James has the ball, Kevin Durant's guarding him. They set a screen on Kevin Durant. In the whole series, the Warriors switched everything. So instead of having Kevin Durant on you, now all of a sudden, there's Steph Curry on you. So now you're the best player on earth. You give Steph Curry gives up about seven inches on you at least. You're the best player on earth. You're supposed to be better than Michael Jordan. You're supposed to be better than Magic. You're supposed to be better than Kobe, than Kareem, than Shaq. The ball's in your hands. Down one. Less than 10 seconds to go, and you got Steph Curry on you. LeBron, you got to take that shot. LeBron, you got to take Steph Curry to the bucket. You get fouled. Whatever it takes, you win the game, period, point blank. And don't y'all come for me talking about he's a facilitator first and he made the proper basketball move because he hesitated. He hesitated and then dribbled himself into some trouble, and that's when he found a wide-open George Hill who got fouled by Clay. But as the best player in the, in the league, in an all-time great, as he should be, you have to be able to attack in those type of moments. And there were too many times in the rest of the series as well where LeBron caught the ball deep in the paint with Steph Curry on him and he didn't attack him. And that and that will cost him. I'm not saying they would have won the series, but the, it would have at least been a lot more watchable. It would have been more competitive. They would have won about two games. Because I really believe if they win game one, they win at least one of the one of games three or four in Cleveland. Now the Warriors still ultimately win the the series, but it's a lot more competitive and it's a lot better on LeBron James' legacy to me. And speaking of which, now LeBron has been the nine finals total. He's been the eight in a row. His record is three wins and six losses in the finals. And this is the second time in his career that he was swept in the finals. 
please stop this greatest of all time talk. It's got to stop. Right now, it's over. It has to stop. This man has been brilliant in his career. He's still the greatest player in the NBA right now, currently. People talking about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a two-time world champion. He's two-time finals MVP. He's an amazing talent. But he's a two-time world champion because he's in a great situation. LeBron James is the situation. But how often can we give this man credit for going to the finals and not winning it? I know what you're going to say. Michael Jordan had better teammates. Kobe had Shaq. Magic had Kareem. Who does LeBron have? Well, guess what? Kevin Love was giving you 20 and 10. You got a bunch of young talent. Now, I don't think Tyron Lue helped him. But if you're the greatest player on earth, playing on the greatest stage, you just don't get swept. You know, Michael got swept in the first couple of years of his career, the first two years of his career. He was a talent, but he hadn't arrived yet. Kobe got swept on the back end of his career. Shaq got swept in the finals in like his third season. But LeBron, you're the you're the greatest player in the league right now. You can't get swept. Period. Point blank. And that's just my opinion on that. You can't you can't keep comparing him to Michael Jordan. You know, Mike, Kobe, Magic, whoever you want to put on it, all those guys had a singular trait by any means necessary. That's it. Any means necessary. You had to dismember those guys. You know, you you they had to miss games. They had to be physically unable to perform for them guys to not be competitive. Magic had to pull a hamstring for Detroit to sweep him. Think about this. And then, and then this dude has the nerve to come out after game four with a cast on his hand to support an injury that he caused himself by breaking something in the locker room after game one. Come on, man. That's an excuse. And look, I like LeBron. I like everything what LeBron stands for in the community. I think socially, he's the man. He's always standing up for the right thing, in my opinion. I love how he is with his family. You never hear a man caught up in no kind of crazy scandal in the age of social media where pretty much everybody's a part of the media. This dude somehow makes it his whole life, his whole career, without any type of scandal or crazy doing. He's been nothing but a family man, a great guy in his community, positive dude. 
I like LeBron. But when it comes to these key moments, he continues to come up short and it's not all on his teammates. If he just don't have that killer instinct, he just don't have it. Period, point blank. You know, when you want to compare him to somebody like Michael Jordan, because social media lately has been blowing up. LeBron's the greatest player of all time. LeBron is better than Jordan because he don't have no help. LeBron is better than Michael Jordan because he passes the ball more. LeBron is better than Michael Jordan because of whatever. Let me tell you something. You put Michael on this Cleveland Cavaliers team, they might not win this series. Matter of fact, I seriously doubt they win the series. But Mike don't get swept. You see Mike playing with, with food poisoning or the flu. I'm just saying, man. There's been too many questionable situations in this man's career when it comes to not showing up in big moments. 08 Celtic series. The Dallas Mavericks series, his first year in Miami in the finals. And say what you want, man. Yeah, that Cleveland Cavaliers team was not on the same level with this Golden State Warriors. They weren't. But if you're real and you're honest with yourself, there were moments in that series where LeBron should have attacked and LeBron should have dominated and he didn't. Because if the excuse is he don't have no teammates, team ain't good, LeBron can score on anybody in the league. And you can't convince me of anything else. He should do it. So, I'm just saying, man, the GOAT conversation's got to stop. It's got to stop. And if you want to debate me on it, fine. I'll debate anybody, anytime, anywhere. You have my social media. Go ahead, send me a message. We can discuss this anytime you want. LeBron James is the GOAT. He'll be a great, he'll be one of the greatest players of all time. His accolades, his stats, they speak for themselves. But to say this man is better than Michael Jordan after being swept in the finals again. Stop it, man. Let LeBron be great in his own aspect. But stop comparing him to the GOAT. Moving on. This Golden State Warriors team, they've accomplished a whole lot. And, you know, a lot of people don't like the fact that they brought in Kevin Durant, which it kind of did make the league a little less competitive, in my opinion. Because as long as this team stays together, they're the clean, they're the clear cut favorite of the NBA. I don't see anybody beating them. You know, Houston had a good run this year. 
I would have liked to see Chris Paul be able to compete the whole series and, and see what would have happened. But I still think the Warriors would have come out on top. It's too much firepower on, on, on one team, man. Any given night, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, or Steph can give you 30-plus. It's like you got to pick your poison. So for these guys to be as good as they are, they won, the, they won three out of the last four championships. They've put themselves in very elite company. Because, I mean, if you look at it, some of the great teams in the NBA haven't won three out of four titles. The Detroit Pistons, the Bad Boy Pistons, they won two in a, world, in a row, but they never won three out of four. Larry Bird's Boston Celtics never won two in a row. You're talking about very elite companies, Showtime Lakers, Kobe and Shaq's Lakers, Mike and Scott's Bulls in the 90s, and Bill Russell's Celtics. That's the only franchises to win three three NBA Finals at least in a span of four years. Only teams to do it. And man, this Golden State team, it's a different NBA. You know? And it almost seems a little unfair that they have Kevin Durant on their team, but he's there, so be it. This team, in my opinion... Stacks up with anybody, any team never played in terms of a greatness level. Now, now, if you line them up on the court against another team, it just depends on what rules you play by. Because you put the Showtime Lakers on the floor against these guys in today's rules, they win. The, the Warriors win, that is. If you put these guys on the floor against the Showtime Lakers in the 80s, <laughs> that's ugly. Draymond ain't that much of an enforcer. He, he ain't getting that done. So it'll be hard to debate who's the greatest team of all time. It'll be fun. But I think this Golden State Warriors team is right up there with them and may be the greatest team of all time as far as like a like a unit, like a dynasty, because they may not be done. If they if they can stay together, they got a lot more damage to do in the NBA. I don't, at this point, I don't see anybody beating them if they can stay together. And speaking of which, free agency is coming up, and all you hear about free agency. Is where LeBron's going. LeBron has his opt-out. He's obviously going to be a free agent. And I've heard it all, man. I've heard LeBron going to the Rockets is a possibility. San Antonio is a possibility. Philadelphia. The Lakers are an obvious possibility. He can stay in Cleveland. There's so many potential landing spots for LeBron James. It's not even funny. You know... People say he wants to go to a big market, or he should go to a big market. That's why L.A. is a big player. He has a house in L.A., by the way. You know, 
Some people are saying the Knicks. Why wouldn't you want to play in New York? But my thing is this. LeBron James has has reached such a star status to where it does not matter where he plays. LeBron could go play in the big market. LeBron could go play in the small market. It won't matter. He's that big. He's LeBron James. So any team that has cap space or has the ability to clear cap space where LeBron can recruit one of his buddies to come play with him is a potential landing spot. It's too early to tell. I mean, I think it'd be interesting if he goes to Houston, plays with James Harden, if they can retain Chris Paul. I think it'd be interesting for him to go to New Orleans, play with Anthony Davis. They can keep boogie. But you know who no one's talking about in free agency? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant got to opt out too. And best believe Kevin Durant's opting out. The two-time finals MVP is scheduled to make about 26 mil. Something like that. 26 mil, 29 mil, somewhere in the ballpark. Steph Curry is going to make 37 to 40 mil. If I'm Kevin Durant, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm clearly the best player on this team. I don't care that Steph been there longer. I don't care if people like Steph better or Steph might mean more to the franchise. I'm the best player on the team and I need to make that money. So he's going to opt out. But I don't think it's guaranteed that he stays. You know, LeBron has always talked about playing with his boys and seeing and seeing what happens. Being that LeBron was very in- instrumental in this new culture that the NBA has as far as creating these super teams, is it far-fetched that LeBron James could be teaming up with Kevin Durant somewhere, L.A. maybe, in this upcoming basketball season? It's possible. Somebody like Kevin Durant could really use a market like L.A. to build his brand. I mean, Kevin Durant in the basketball world is just as popular as anybody else. But I don't know if he has that star status in pop culture or just in the world that LeBron James has. I think LeBron's kind of on a level of his own in that category. But L.A. would help Durant build his brand. Magic's got the cap room. You know how Magic feels about both of these young brothers. You got a young Kuzma. You got a young Ingram. And you got a young Julius Randle. Lonzo Ball still there. The Lakers are still high on him. I don't know, man. Seems like a possibility. Everybody's talking about LeBron James teaming up to play with Paul George. 
I think Kevin Durant would be the one to watch. And nobody's talking about him either. And if he's willing to go to a team that's 73 and 9 without him, you don't think he'd team up with LeBron and go make another run? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'd hate that. I think it'd be terrible for the NBA because I already don't feel like the NBA is competitive enough. And there's a lot of good young teams out there that won't ever get their chance to really gel and develop over time because everybody's running to make these super teams. I'd love to see this 76ers team just, just chill and develop and see what they could be in the next upcoming years. The Boston Celtics is another team, team that took the Cavaliers to seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Minnesota Timberwolves, the Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins and, and Jimmy Butler, all those guys on the Tom Thibodeau. I would want to see these young teams develop and see where they could where they could go and what kind of franchise they can build in the next few years. But the super teams kill that. But I'm getting a little off topic. Don't be surprised if Kevin Durant and LeBron James team up in the upcoming NBA season. And if they do, just remember, you heard it on In the Paint first. It's always been my sincere hope that that you've enjoyed what you've heard. You've enjoyed my thoughts and comments. And uh, maybe it provokes some thoughts and comments of your own. Um, I do love the feedback from you guys. I do listen to it. Um, anything that you'd like me to discuss or if you want to share your opinion, because I'm pretty sure some of you disagree with some of the things I've had to say tonight. And that's cool. I welcome all comments and feedback. And I'll leave my social media in the episode subscription. But hit me up. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you think about what I've said. And let's debate, baby. But with that being said, I'll see you next week on In The Paint.